that we're talking about theology by right. Well, I think if you go to a lot of churches' websites, you're going to find a statement of faith. And, and really, uh, catechism is, amongst other things, a statement of faith. Yeah. It, 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 uh, it, it's done in a particular format, which we'll get into in a moment. Um, but it, it's how the church explaining what it believes and why it believes it. Yes. That would be essential here. Um, is... It's always been the posture of the church that the two major instruments by which we determine the catechism, the teachings of the church, are number one, that they are rooted, grounded, and um, deduced by the Holy Scriptures. We, we don't get to have theological beliefs that the Scriptures would disagree with. Um, there's some flex room to say that there are theological beliefs that we can have that are not clearly laid out in the scriptures. Um, but, you know, we would certainly ag- agree that the scriptures have to, in some way, affirm these teachings. And we'll, we'll get yeah. into this as, yeah. as we yes. poke through. What is the human condition? I'm gonna, uh, though created good and made for fellowship with our creator, humanity has been cut off from God by self-centered rebellion Leading against him, sorry, rebellion against him, leading to lawless living, guilt, shame, death, and the fear of judgment. This is the state of sin. Okay. Whew, this can this can be just the whole podcast yes. right here. Yeah. Um, so this seems to me to be a controversial subject, the way that we've begun this. Um, you and I are in a state of sin yes. that we heard that claim at the beginning, we're created good. Yeah. How do we reflect on this, considering the world around us? The consequence of, and it's called the fall, uh, the story in Genesis 3, um, it is just visible all round. Yeah. Um, I think in large part it is a matter of self-centeredness. It is yeah. Humans are intensely driven to take care of themselves right. and not always ask questions about the consequences right. of that. Yeah, and, and the picture I see, you know, I've been reflecting on the Torah uh, uh, for uh, the past six months, really. Uh, when, when I reread the book of Genesis, specifically in the distinctions between chapters 2 and 3, mm-hmm. is just this profound picture of simplicity and beauty in this seeming just thoughtless trust mm-hmm. that existed in the, in the, in the precursor. Right phase versus after the curse it seems as though not only is humanity in a place of suspicion and accusation and um brokenness but likewise the world has responded mm-hmm. by with brokenness itself right right yeah I agree. It, it, yeah there's there's a if you like chapter three of genesis is this incredible Shift, yeah, between chapter two and chapter. Four. Oh, yeah. Chapter three explains that shift, but when you get to chapter four and we've got the first murder, and we've yeah. got, uh, it, it's like what happened, right? <laughs> you know, it's it's really a stunning, 
uh, change yeah. uh, in the nature of humanity and uh, humanity's relationship with God. Yeah. Uh, re 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 reflectively, I, I sort of go a step further with this and, and ask myself, um, I, I, I'm not sure if there was a literal serpent right. or, or a literal Eden. And, right. You know, I, I think that those stories you know, are, are best read as a sort of um, primeval history, yes. something like that. Um, or a, a fable, or we, I like the word myth because myth doesn't have enough. to be false. Amen. It, it, or we tend to take sure. uh, we talk about mythological creatures, for example. Yeah. But myths are stories that explain that are usually rooted in truth. Yeah. Every detail may not be yeah absolutely literally true. Yeah. But there is there is a it's it's not total fiction. It's, right. You know, so given whatever stature is taking place in Genesis chapter 3. Uh, the core things that I think we pull out of it is, number one, there is a God. Number two, there is an enemy. A serpent. Later parts of the scriptures interpret the serpent to be the devil, the Satan. And I think, given the framework of our scriptural interpretation, that's perfectly acceptable. But then we're sort of standing in the middle, and we've chosen, to some degree, to reject God and listen to the serpent, the serpent, and it's led to this catastrophe.